podcast. Diving, diving deep. deep. Diving deep into all things Texas, both on and off the field. Here's Sean Pendergast and Pro Football Hall of Famer, the General, Sean McClain. Welcome, welcome to Utopia. Uh, John, you ready to do? And I got 30, I meant 30 to 27. Okay. I, um, I've got some for real if you gave me. You want to do them here? Always. Okay. So we do this every Thursday episode. It's a way to kind of just poke our head, poke our heads in on some of the other topics floating around football and sports. Um, for real or fugazi, I read a sentence to John. He assesses it quickly and says, if he agrees with it, he says, for real. If he thinks my sentence is silly, stupid, false, counterfeit, he says, fugazi, fugazi which is Italian for counterfeit or fake. Um, all right, John, well, let's do this one here. Um, CJ Stroud has been getting mentioned from some people that he could get into the MVP race here. Now the MVP, as you know, it used to be just writers like yourself would just vote for one guy. And that was the entire voting. They do it more like baseball now, where I believe it's one through five. They vote for in the MVP balloting for real or Fugazi for real or Fugazi CJ Stroud will at least get some MVP votes at the end of the year. Fugazi, I don't think the Texans will finish good enough because you're talking about two receivers and you're talking about a bunch of quarterbacks who are really good. But the fact that he's even being talked about it, that's good. And uh, think- even, if, even if they don't make the playoffs, but they people are going to be so fired up about next season. And uh, but I, 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 I just don't, I don't see it now when I look at the guys who are running the best teams in the league. You don't think a couple of people will get cute and give him a fifth place vote here and there? You know. Well, I don't think the Texans are going to be in the playoffs. Okay, gotcha. Um, all right, uh, next one. Thursday night football tonight. It's uh, Carolina in Chicago. Clash of the Titans. For real or Fugazi, both these head coaches are dead men walking tonight. Oh, boy. I'm going to say that's for real because David Tepper, the owner of the Panthers, they say he's not happy at all with Frank Reich. You know, it looks like that uh, Reich's play calling duties were taken away from him and given to Thomas Brown because we were very suspect of that move right before they played the Texans, and that worked out okay. And then Bryce Young threw two pick sixes. And it's it's so interesting to compare the two staffs. They, they hired Jim Caldwell, Dom Capers. They get all these former head coaches on their staff, Josh McCown is the quarterback coach, where D'Amico has no former head coaches on his staff, and yet the Texans are so much better, and Stroud is so much better. Matt Eberflus, I was I was listening to, I guess, I can't remember what I was, what other one Skip Bayless is on, because I want to hear Michael Irvin and uh, uh, Keyshawn Johnson. Keyshawn Johnson claims that Justin Fields is better than any quarterback prospect in this draft. He's got to be the only person on the planet that would say that. Keyshawn's a moron sometimes. And so uh, they, this game is a can't lose for Chicago. They win and they have the Panthers first pick. They lose. They got their first pick. And so I can't imagine they're going to bring back Matt Eberflus over one of the big guys from the athletic, he thinks Eberflus will be back. I don't think how you can say that right now, but I'd be shocked if they bring back Justin Fields and if they don't take one of the top two quarterbacks and then they're going to go out and you always go from defense to offense, vice versa, and Eberflus is gone. There's just no yep. way they can bring him back. 
No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. All right, let's uh, let's keep it moving, John. Uh, the Chiefs, of course, just got done playing in Germany, so they're back stateside again. But they are on a bye week now, post Germany. So now Travis Kelsey's jumping on a plane. He's heading to Argentina to go watch his girlfriend Taylor Swift in concert. Uh, for real or Fugazi, John, if you were the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, you'd be totally cool with Travis Kelsey just toddling off to Argentina this weekend. Absolutely. It's a bye week, and Travis Kelsey's the best tight end in the NFL, and, and if he wants to go down there and hang out with Taylor Swift, the key is he needs to kidnap her and bring her back because the Chiefs don't do as well, and Kelsey doesn't do as well when she's not at their games, but now it's she's incredible. got that heiress tour going all over the world, so – this is the last time he's going to see her on the road because he's not going to have any more time till after maybe the Super Bowl. All right. Along those lines, John, as long as we're talking about South America, we've got another Germany game coming up this weekend. So we've got England games. We've got Germany games. We know the NFL wants to keep expanding its global brand. For real or Fugazi, the next place the NFL will go to export football games is South America. Uh, I think that's for real. They're talking about they want to go to Brazil, play in one of the big soccer stadiums down there. They want to go to Paris. And uh, there's a lot of places in Europe they want to go. They talked about going to China, specifically Hong Kong, when the Oilers were still here. And I was begging them putting the, put the Oilers and the Cowboys in that game because I told them, hey, the Oilers are a big draw on the road. They sold out the Tokyo Dome. They sold out Estadio Azteca, mm-hmm. sold out the Sun Bowl, all in preseason games back then. And, of course, they played the Cowboys in all those games, but that didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> it was the, it was Pistoleros y Vaqueros. There you go. There you go. Uh, all right, two more, John, both Houston-related. Um, Dana Brown uh, at the GM meetings did several interviews with several different people. By the way, did you see they had to clear out the GM meetings because everybody got the, the case of the uh, case of the runs? It sounds like I some did virus. See that. Yeah. Boy, that's not that's not a good look for the hotel. No, it's not not at all. Not at all. I won't name the hotel on here. You can go find it in the article. Yeah, not good. Um, but Dana Brown was asked several different times what needs are for the Astros, and he he mentioned a backup catcher to Yiner Diaz. Obviously, they're going to need bullpen help with several of their bullpen arms leaving. He even mentioned that he would he would look at a starting pitcher. Never once mentions anything about the outfield. John Ferrillo Fugazi, the outfield the Astros have right now, totally cool to roll into 2024 with them. I got no problem with it. Alvarez in left, uh, McCormick in center, Tucker in right with Dubon, able to play center. Don't know what they think about Jake Myers. I'd rather see them get a starting pitcher. Now, okay. Scott Boros has assured us Lance McCullers are going to pitch. Yeah, right. We don't know that. We don't know if Lance will ever pitch again. Luis Garcia may not be ready till the end of the year. They need another starter. Uh, yeah, I mean, they've got arms, but I can't, who can you rely on? That's the thing. Cause just, I mean, all the guys that were in the rotation going into the playoffs last year are all still on the team. They didn't lose anybody, but it's just, it's such, it's so different. You're right, John. It's so different this year coming into the season. And that's with Verlander. Like, you know, we're coming to last season without Verlander. You're like, eh, not you, but like people like, well, they'll be, they'll be fine. I mean, look, Frommer was a top five Cy Young. Javier's throwing no hitters. They've got Urquidy. They've got Garcia. Lance is healthy again. You know, all those things. Hunter Brown, you know, that's you. We got six guys. What Verlander. And now you're actually coming into a season with Verlander and people are like, they need starters. It's like, well, all those same guys you just named are still on the team. Yeah, I know. 
but they sucked last year. <laughs> they sure did. And it's yep. amazing. They got as far as they did yeah. and could have gone to the world series. They won one of the last two at home considering the issues they have with their pitching staff. Did you see, and I'm amazed by this Chandler Rome for the athletic who worked for the Chronicle did a story from the general managers meetings, quoting Dana Brown as saying, Joe Espada cannot interview with anybody till we give him permission because he's under contract. And, uh, you know, there's stories Milwaukee's interested in. And then Chandler goes in there and goes, well, according to sources, his contract expired on, on Halloween. He can interview with anybody he wanted. Yeah. And I'm thinking that's not a good look if the general manager doesn't know his leading candidate's contract's expired. No, that's scary, John, is what that is. If I'm an Astros fan, that's terrifying to me. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, last one. Rockets beat the Lakers last night, 128 to 94. They smoked them. For real or Fugazi, the Rockets will finish ahead of the Los Angeles Lakers in the standings this year. Fugazi. I'm guessing Anthony Davis will come back and play well. Oh, are you? Only, <laughs> LeBron only scored 18. They made the playoffs last year after LeBron. Yeah. LeBron complained about the new rule. Then they took advantage of it to get in the playoffs. And we forget sometimes the Rockets were the worst team in the NBA. So if they could even come close to the Lakers, it would be a substantial improvement that they've shown so far. Now they got to do it on the road. All right, there you go. All right, that's for Real or for Gazy. We do it every Thursday episode. John's picking the Bengals. I'm picking the Bengals. John 30 to 23, me 30 to 27. And we both hope that we are uh, wrong, very, very wrong on that prediction but uh does not even if they lose this game john the texans i i don't think it dampers what the spirit going on right now especially no. you got arizona coming to town i looked at it landry i heard landry locker talking about it i'm in the loop and i like the way he looked at it which is yeah if they lose this game they lose this game but he said i'm looking at it more like after the arizona game are they five and five if they're five and five after the arizona game with the schedule they got in front of them after that you know with the jacksonville game which is a huge opportunity and then you got a bunch of quarterbacks that are I would gladly line up against and play, assuming the Texans get a little bit healthier than they are right now. Um, I think bottom line is I think they're in really good shape. I think even with the long injury report, they're in such better shape now than anybody expected them to be. I think we're going to win six games and they're two away, and I feel confident they're going to win more than that. So you told me before the season they got a chance to be five and five. I just said, hallelujah. <laughs>